0: You are listening to The BenchCast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. Hey guys, Coach Ben here. You are listening to The BenchCast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. Do yourself a favor and head on over to BigBenches.com and check out our Better Benching Academy. You can get started today for as little as $9. It is the place to be if you want to see major improvements to your bench press. Let's get into today's episode. We are talking about the importance of training at high intensities. What I'm talking about with high intensities is training max effort, training with heavy weight in your hands, all right, that is a really, really important thing to do, especially on the bench press, whereas it's a little bit more easy to recover uh, compared to a squat or a deadlift. Right? We can recover a little bit better from working heavy on the bench press. And I've found that this is a crucial element to your success. If you want to be great at bench pressing, there is nothing like training with high intensities to teach you how to get better. And I wrote down some spark notes here today about... The things that you learn to appreciate as you work into higher intensities. I was talking with one of our athletes the other day. We were training and this subject of having a greater appreciation when you're training at these higher weights of like what's going on. That was a subject that was approached because he would take the time to watch equipped bench pressers and the things that they would do and I've always said time and time again there's so much to be learned from being in equipment or watching lifters in equipment so seeing lifters perform under the pressures and demands of a bench shirt is one of the most rewarding things that a raw lifter could actually do because it gives you an appreciation for the things that you need to be doing all right because typically you know so for an equipped lifter for a shirt of bencher you are always working at weights above a hundred percent that's the nature of shirt of benching you are handling weights well over what you could possibly handle raw so everything in terms of technique needs to be completely dialed in all right so you really get proficient at benching well benching with good technique whereas a raw lifter Think about the bulk of a raw lifter's training. You're not always breaching over 100%. Sometimes you do overloads with board work, slingshot work, and those things are valuable things as we'll talk about today, but most of your training is probably going to be at sub-max intensities. And while there's nothing wrong with that, it takes someone who already has a good appreciation for what goes into bench press technique in order to really see adequate gains with that. Otherwise, working at 70%, 80%, even 90%, you have that extra percentage to kind of slack off. Take a single at max effort versus a single at 70%. Are you going to bring the same intensity and concentration and technique to that 70% lift? Probably not. Some lifters will. Those are good lifters who can bring that same intensity to that 70% weight, but for a large majority, they're just going to lie down on the bench, just toss that thing up because it's easy. doesn't require 100% effort in order to lift 70% weight. All it requires is your 70% effort. All right, so that's why working at higher intensities, even watching equipped lifters, shirt of benchers, the things that they do, There is no room for error. So those are some of the most technical bench presses you will ever see. Whereas raw lifters, you can get away with a lot of bad habits. All right, I'm going to tell you those right now. We're going to get into this. First thing that you're going to learn to appreciate is the unrack process. Okay, because that unrack process is really a huge key for bridging a great setup together with loading your body and having a successful bench press. That's that gap transition right there. I think many appreciate the importance of a good setup, but typically your setup goes ruined because you have a bad unrack. That weight ends up being pitted in your shoulders. You do not load your lats. A lot of trouble happens there. Weight comes out and leads to a shitty press. All right, that's that transition phase where we're actually getting loaded. So things are going to break down if you do not take that weight out appropriately. That is something that you could learn with lighter weight, with sub max weight, but you're going to learn a lot better with heavy weight. I remember I was working with an athlete who we uh, started implementing heavy holds. Heavy holds and we even did some heavy slingshot stuff as well after, but he gained a huge appreciation for what it took on the unrack when we started doing those heavy holds. I had him holding weight eighty pounds sometimes over his one rep max bench. And he was training alone. So a lot of times he had to get that weight out himself. So he learned real quick. He I remember him telling me in feedback, he said to me, You know, Wow, I'm you know, really having to work that unrack process that has to be so dialed in if i want to steady the weight and get it to where i want it to be that was what he was feeling from doing that type of work and that was high intensity work well over his 100 percent. and that's really the only way he was going to get an appreciation for how much tightness he actually has to bring when he's benching because if I only had him working at seventy percent weight, eighty percent weight, he he would be able to take that weight out and move it no problem. Yeah, he'd have to bring some intensity to it. He'd have to work hard, but overall, you know, he was not gonna have a hard time with that. That weight should move fairly easy. Fatigue is the the biggest thing in terms of failing on rep effort things. Okay, but we're at working at high intensity. You know, think about what we have to do with the meat, taking a single everything has to be crucially dialed in. And you have to bring as much tightness as you can for that short period of time, okay? Going back to the Unrack, settling the weight, all right? That's something that you're gonna gain an appreciation for. Like I said, getting the weight out's one thing, but then actually learning to settle that weight, let it become motionless, be patient for a start command, those types of things. You need to have heavy weight in your hands. Otherwise, you'll end up going to the meet and many of you probably had the sensation where you take the weight out, it feels like a long time before you get that start call, and you're like, "Holy shit, you know, give me the start command. This is heavy. You don't want to feel that going into a meet. I tell you that right now. Uh, a goal for me is I want my athletes to be prepared. So when they go into a meet, and I'll tell them this: you should be able to hold on to that weight comfortably for as long as it takes to get a start command that should never be something that takes you by surprise you should always be prepared that when that weight comes out you can steady it and you're fine you don't have to worry about getting a quick start command you are going to be just fine holding that weight in your hands that's what I, i want them to have an appreciation of that um that trait okay so set up tightness is another one the intensity of your setup so uh, a common thing that i'll tell athletes is when you're setting up imagine someone is going to take your max effort weight or even above and just you have to set up and they're just going to dump it in your hands all right then you start to gain appreciation for oh shit you know there's not time as that bar is coming out i'm getting tight as that bar is coming out or that bar comes out and now i have the opportunity to get tight no, it's you have to be tight at a hundred percent before any weight even gets loaded into your hands. Okay, you have to already be achieving where you want to be in terms of tightness and positioning before that weight even starts to come out of the rack. And that's a difficult thing to get down, and you gain appreciation from that from hitting high intensity weights. Loading the back, not the shoulders. Alright, another big one here most of the time this goes back to unrack right we want to chase the weight we want to lift the weight up and then out something that you want to stress is dragging the weight out of the rack making sure you're dragging your scaps down to your hips you're locking that upper back in place you're super strong through the upper back and that's your platform to press off of and for the weight to load into because if you're trying to command that weight with your shoulder joint you're setting yourself up for injury And you're not going to lift much weight. Okay, You'd have to be super, super strong through your shoulders and upper body. Use your back. Use the pad to your advantage. Leverage with the pad to lift big weight. You want to load your back. And that's a crucial thing to get down. It takes time. It really takes a lot of time to learn how to bench properly with your back. Utilizing your back strength to your advantage. And the quickest way you can get there is what well, one having a coach and then two lifting heavy weights you know at the end of the day guys all of these are coming back to training at high intensity It's what this podcast is all about these are all benefits of getting heavy weight in your hands stability stability is a big one this is why i coach lifters to put their feet out flat have a wider base because it increases your stability You know, you'll see many equipped lifters. Some do toes back, but I'm telling you, from my point of view, since I switched from toes back in a shirt to being feet out flat with a wider base, it has been a night and day difference. You no longer have that teeter tottering of the weight trying to settle it. All right, it is a big, big difference. And then you experience that raw when you work at max effort weight. Otherwise, you know, how much stability do you really need? 70% For 70% weight not a ton you can get away with a lot doing that okay so I mean that pretty much sums it up the intensity needed in order to you know, perform at that max effort weight obviously the only way to get to that point is to feel that weight okay so things that are going to help you in your training at the end of the day doing bench holds so taking the weight out for 10 seconds, well over your max. Um, I do do slow eccentrics. Well, not necessarily slow eccentrics, but I do do heavy eccentrics with our athletes with maximal weight. So they might handle their, their max and they just control it down into the pins. Um, bench holds, like I said, are great. And just working at higher intensities in a slingshot off of boards. Of reverse bands using partial range to your vantage to do that um, will help you gain an appreciation as well but for our athletes we're typically having them hit a one rep max uh, about every four weeks now okay and this doesn't always have to translate over to hitting a brand new pr every single time more or less kind of use that opportunity to work up to what you feel comfortable for the day if there is a clear PR there which there might not always be you go ahead and take it but otherwise back off and just hit heavy singles you know pretty much we're, we're having our athletes hit heavy singles every four weeks in order to continue to have that adaptation from training heavy all those things I just talked about you are reinforcing all of them okay so Again, guys, training at high intensity, I can't stress the importance of that enough. And then take the things you learn from training at high intensity. Or take the appreciation you gain in terms of what you have to do in technique and bring that down to the lighter weights. That is, again, the number one thing I can tell any lifter is you have to bring 100% intensity to the lighter weights. Not many people are doing that right. That is your opportunity to get well ahead of everyone else and make immense progress in a very short period of time. You know, if you're think about the long term effect of that as well. Okay, if you are training with light weights, you know, think about all your warm up sets, all of that. Think about five years down the road if you kind of half assed all your warm-up sets that you've ever done you know you're talking about a lot of warm-up sets over the past five years okay weights that don't necessarily get included in your quote-unquote working sets if you were to bring a hundred percent intensity and effort to all those warm-ups and actually get something out of them and you did that for the past five years you are going to be in a much better place than if all you cared about was bringing your intensity to the working sets So just think about that one for a second. I think that'll really settle in with you. All right, guys, this has been the Benchcast. I really appreciate everyone tuning in. Make sure you leave that five-star review. And I will talk to y'all next time. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give it a thumbs up and share. If you want more information on how to transform your bench press, consider checking out the Better Benching Academy on BigBenches.com. This is the ultimate resource for building your bench. Head on over to BigBenches.com to see how you can get started today.